from our studios here at the Great South Bay in Long Island, New York. This is our own Turf Wars podcast. Here's your host, Matthew Outlay. From the Long Island studios here at Home uh, Studios, this is Home Turf Sports. I'm Matthew Holly. I'm your ho- I'm your host. We are at the third day of March, which is Thursday, of course. Man, we are also with a lot of things going on in this country and everything that's going on in this world. This has got to be the most pathetic day month. Or, or at least part of it. And we're, but we're glad to give you home tour sports every Monday to Friday. At, every Monday to Friday. But now, it becomes more serious as we talk about. We're going to talk about the Knicks and the Knicks and the Rangers in a moment. But let me address this. It just came. It just came to my attention. Mark Raimondi from ESPN wrote that WWE just terminated the broadcast deal in Russia in the wake of a Ukraine invasion. Now this is huge. He wrote, "WWE announced Thursday it has pulled its content from Russian airwaves and streaming in the wake of the country's invasion of Ukraine." Now this is shocking. This is shockingly news. I don't. I don't see the maggot idiot, maggot idiots like Clay Travis or Rotrans or John Matrix or any of those goops and goons, go, goonies, talk about this week today. Talk about this today. Only I am. Ta- only I am stupid enough to talk about that. Dave said, and it's continuous in a news release. The professional wrestling promotion said it has ter- terminated. It's rights deal with Russian television broadcaster Match, as well as shut down the streaming WWE network in Russia effective immediately. The yanking of WWE programming in the country will also include the highly anticipated WrestleMania 38 next month. Now, yeah, this is big. Yes, and this is big. And this is probably big, probably shocking enough. For for even even the even these idiots can't even report on that. In a press release, it says the move eliminates access in Russia to any WWE programming, including the company's weekly Raw, SmackDown, and NXT shows, its on-demand library, and all of its premium live events, including WrestleMania 8. Of course, Russia launched a military invasion of Ukraine. Its neighbor, its neighbor to the southwest on February 24th, which is pretty much crappy, which is pretty much cra- a crappy thing to do. The country is facing sanctions from the United States and other major countries worldwide. Of course, Russian President Vladimir Putin has claimed without evidence that the invasion is due to genocide and Nazism occurring in Ukraine and the liberation of independent republics at war with Ukraine. This is no evidence. They're doing it. He's doing. He's doing. He's creating a war, an imaginary war, and he's gonna get. And he's getting punished for it. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. They say. They say. It didn't. It didn't stop with just WWE. I mean, EA Sports decided to yank the Russian national team. On both get both of their games, FIFA 2022 and NHL 20 NHL 2022. This is this is business. Now this is business. If you if you do something that pisses you that pissed you off, it's not good for it is not good for business, and most importantly, you deserve. You get to, you deserve to lose some things that to, to some lose some things. Thanks. I mean, for example, this is a when you are and you are a when you are a business, and when somebody who is doing 
dirty business to your neighbor, you deserve to lose. You deserve to lose your lose some privileges. Of course, the sports on our EA Sports FIFA project, FIFA product, says EA made a statement a few days ago, like yesterday. And it could and it condense what what Russia is doing. I mean, there there are Russian are there Russian players in European football? Yeah, they don't probably didn't they didn't ask for this they didn't ask for this war. They didn't want they didn't want this war. Their national team is taken away. Of course, in a statement, EA Sports stands in solidarity with the Ukrainian people. And like so many voices across the world of football, calls for peace and an end to the invasion of Ukraine. In line with our partners at FIFA and UEFA, EA Sports has initiated processes to remove the Russian national team and all Russian clubs from EA Sports FIFA products, including FIFA 22, FIFA, Mo- Mo- FIFA, 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 FIFA Mobile, and FIFA Online. They're also actively evaluating related changes to other areas of their games. We will keep changes to our game. Of course, we will keep said that we'll keep we will keep our communities up to date on any actions taken, and thank players for their patience as we work through these updates. This is business. Because what? Because like Russia is causing all the problems with Ukraine. They deserve, and they deserve every, every name. They deserve whatever sanctions they get because it's bad business. I mean, on Twitter, said for what reason exactly? How does this help or go towards resolving anything? Most Russians I know do not agree with this the invasion. Why are we punishing the Russian people? Where there's only one Russian who wants order this war. This is bad. I got no. This is bad business. This is. This is one Vladimir Putin. And yes. The blame. Is screwing. It's just making it look bad. Making himself look bad. Making himself look like. The big bully. This is called, and this is called, and this is called good, and this is called business that hurt the product. NHL, the NHL, NHL 2022 20, 20, will not feature, the not only have the Russian national team removed, they're also going to have the Valarius the Bel- I mean the Belarus team taken taken out. Like I said, you get you get um you play the you play stupid games to win super prizes. Of course, of course they made a story. Rick West has wrote today. Russia said, have, has connect, have connected about Russia's war in Ukraine with a number of NHL players, agents, who have Russian clients. Advice they are giving, they are all, they all are giving players is to be careful. Russian parliament considering new law that could mean up to 15 years of prison for, for spreading fake news about the war. He also wrote that CCM, CCS, CCM hockey will stop using Alex Vetchkin and other Russian NHL players in any global marketing initiatives explaining that they made the decision following the Russia, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. This is also a bad part. This is also in bar part. I believe it's less. You win stupid games. You win stupid prizes. And of course, Hockey Hall, Hockey Hall, I think Hockey Hall of Famer Dominic Hasek said, the NHL must immediately suspend contracts for all Russian players. Every athlete represents not only for him, not only himself and his club, but also his country and, and its values and actions. 
That is a fact. If the NHL does not do so, it has indirect course, indirect co-responsibility for the debt in Ukraine. And that's also quote being hostic for all. This is also early, y'all. But remember, as I mean, as a New York Idol fan, I can't take it with us. I can't take it with us. This is bad business. Well, um, for me, this is just bad. This is just business. When you have Russian players in the in the NHL, this is not been. This is just awful. It's just awful around. I have respect for Alex Ovechkin. This is, a, I mean, it's just as bad as it is. For the for NHL, for but for EA Sports to yank the Yankee Russian national team for WWE to pull their programming from Russia in late in the wake of the wake of this. You deserve to, of course, lose a lot of privileges. I am very, I am very honest about that, and we'll get to that point. And I say this about, say this a lot. You can't expect, you can't expect me to say, yeah, well, they don't got their thing. They don't have things. They don't have things taken away. Uh, no. I just now nah, I just wish that you are that stupid to realize that there are some there's more important things than than talking about bullshit. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna advertise crap. I'm not gonna advertise crap. Of course, yes, when it comes to the yanking the. Russian team and a Belarusian, Belarusian national team, national team from NHL 2022, um, and EA Sports rights following the IIHF's, the International Ice Hockey Federation, suspension of all Russian and Belarusian national and club teams from II IIHF competitions. We'll, we will be removing these teams from the NFA, from NHL 22 within the coming weeks. We stand with the people of Ukraine and join the voices around the world calling for peace. And I agree with that. If you are supporting Russia for being for being a, being an asshole and not providing evidence that there uh, there's Nazism, that there's not some shit going down, some bad shit going down there, then congrats, con- congratulations, you're full of shit. You're full of shit. Normally, I would say I would be a full of shit because I can imagine standing up to be stand up for being pieces. I can't stand up for being for pieces of shit. That's the problem with me. That's the problem I have. If you are a piece of shit and you support Russia for invading Ukraine for no reason whatsoever, then congratulations, you are a piece, a total piece of shit. You deserve to screw them. You deserve to go fuck yourself. You deserve to kiss my ass. That's right. Those who support Russia in this problem, Russia for being total dicks, you can line up and kiss my ass. I am not, I am not going, we have, there's plenty of more to talk about. This is the only time you'll talk about this. Um, we got lockout, we got lockout covers to cover and cover. But in the meantime, thanks so much for listening to us. We appreciate, I appreciate the respect. Because this is bad, this is bad, this is bad business when you decide to support in a country that, 
does shitty things. And when you do shitty things, you lose your privilege. You lose some privileges. You will. You will. That's that's how it works in this world. We'll be right back right after these messages. Right after this message, you're listening to Home Turf Sports right here on Anchor. I know. I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town, something that associates with the area, or something like that? Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the of Mac t-shirts, Long Island Toss t-shirts, Island Tribe t-shirts, and plenty of cool stuff, merchandise you can find. It's the best butt shop you ever find here, shop in Amityville. Well, check them out down on down on Route 110 and 10 next to the next to the Amityville Amityville train station. That's that's minutes from the Amityville train station. I mean, and don't forget to check them out and check them out today. Long you got Rucker Harlem has Rucker Lincoln Queens got Lincoln, but Long, but Long Island has the Mac. The fuck is wrong with this team? The fuck is wrong? I mean, seriously, the fuck is wrong with this team? This is a we lost to a more talented Philadelphia team because Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau is too damn stubborn. He's like he's like Mike Keenan, and he and he's filling up this team with his old guys from Chicago. If he get if he did if he tried it got getting guys from Minnesota. We're pathetic. But it's time. But you know what? We're not us. So, I mean, this is a better... The Sixers are a better team. James Harden smoked you guys last night. This team lost 13 of the last 15 games. I mean, seriously, man. Are you guys even trying? You're playing for a lot. You're playing, or you are you playing for the playoffs, or are you playing for a lottery pick? Maybe it's bad. Maybe it. Uh, maybe it's just that. If you are, I mean, I'm looking at this team. I'm like, we're not make. We're not making a playoffs with. We're not making a playoffs with this bunch. R.J. Barrett's improving. He could be the star right now. He could start the team right now. Tom Thibodeau was running him, running his team to the ground, just like he did Derrick Rose when he was in Chicago. I mean, let's face it. How, I mean, how many times? How many times have I said it and said, you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's time. We maybe it's time after the season to put to put Tom Thibodeau into a retirement. You guys sucked last. You guys sucked last night. You guys, you guys basically sucked. No wonder everybody, nobody, absolutely everybody doesn't want to see this team. This has got to be the most pathetic season I have ever seen from a New York Knicks team. Makes me want, last night, last night makes me want to puke. I I listened to the game and holy fucking shit, was that bad or what? You lost. You lost to a Philadelphia 76ers team again. Guys, fucking guys, fucking choked, and you guys fucking choked. Joel Embiid, you know, R.J. Barrett had more points than Joel Embiid, and he still lost. Fucking 
and being a better rebounds than your guy. I rebounded you guys. Jimmy Harden had three assists and nine assists. A lot of people were banking on Philly. James Harden was having a ball in his Philadelphia, in his Philly debut. His Philadelphia, his home debut with Philly, I mean. And boy, did you guys shit the bed this time around. Associated Press writes James Harden saw the fake beards dangling from chins, oversized cutouts from his head waving above outstretched arms, and heard 76 76ers fans shouting from the stands that they loved them. Boy, did they ever. They traded a malcontent in Ben Simmons. And a for uh, and a and some and some and a bunch of bull and a couple of bu- and bunches of bullshit for James Harden, and he got a hero's welcome that night. What uh, what did we get? Apathy, apathy, and misery. Harden knew knew from his from the from his first step on the court. That is nearly 10 months three-team journey that he and large sport orchestrated, but him exactly where he wanted to play. Jimmy Hart, he said, I just wanted to come out there and show my love back. And of course, so Harden said, of course, Philly is known as the city of brotherly love. And he got plenty of that last night. Last night. And to me, this is hilarious. For as a Knicks fan, this is a Knicks fan. What he did was downright humiliating. Downright humiliating. Much like the bushy beard that defines his image, Harden has grown on the 76ers. Harden had a packed house and a frenzy from the moment he was introduced as making his Philadelphia home debut. All right. Then flashed his MVP form with 26 points, 9 assists, and 9 rebounds to lead the 76ers to a 123-108 win over the New York Knicks on Wednesday night. That hurt. That hurt. This has got to be the most humiliating. This has got to be the most humiliating event for the Knicks. In recent weeks. And I can't. And I can't laugh. And I can't laugh at this team. Knowing that they'll do something. That makes me laugh. They gave me plenty of material. They gave me plenty of material. They gave me plenty of material. They make me. They make me. They make me laugh. That's easier said than done. And I and I mock this team a lot, and I mock the Knicks a lot because this is an organization that deserves heavy amounts of criticism everywhere they go. Oh man. And of course, that 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 slugfest. It was also and who else added to the slugfest? Joel Embiid. Twenty-seven. He had twenty-seven points and twelve rebounds. Tyrese Maxey scored twenty-five. Embiid said, "We all just fit together, but the night belonged to the beard." Or the Sixers moved to three and zero with Harden in the lineup, and his dynamic duo hookup with Embiid has suddenly stamped the Sixers as legitimate contenders in the Eastern Conference. I feel like if you could put me anywhere in the room and I could fit in, here is no different. Just see what you can, just see what you have, and try your best to fit in. Be the very best, very best team Harden I can be in every aspect. Harden, of course, Harden needed time to warm up to the new digs. His first points came with five minutes, five thirty-two left in the first quarter on naturally, and and one conversion. Eve followed that with yup. His step back three to give him five fast points. There was some, there was much to showcase. 
He scored 13 points in the second quarter and had fans shooting video on their phones. Philly's hype for the new arrival rivaled the anticipated games over the last 25 years of Terrell Owens. His short little stint with the Eagles and Bryce Harper with the Philadelphia Phillies. Dwell Sparkle Center was stand with 21,332 fans and tickets for a top seat. Not far off from Robert Meek Mill's courtside view, were sold for thousands on the secondary market. Even M. Night director M. Night Shyamalan attended for the city's biggest happening on the sports scene. And B said, it felt like a playoff atmosphere. I've given a lot of credit to Philly fans over the years, and they've always come through win or lose. The masks went on. And the beers went on, with Philadelphia driving the indoor mask mandate. Sixers fans had faces cleared to buy the five-buck five fake beers at the team merchandise store. The Sixers seemingly could have paid Harden's salary on top of on the amount of his gear sold alone before tip-off. Fans packed the stores and stands and picked up the new number one jerseys, socks, and t-shirts emblazoned with Harden's image. Sixers fans wrote on his wrote, wore his jersey as they hanged over, hanged over the tunnel to the locker room and waited for Harden to run out onto the court. Without an out, with about an hour left in warmups, Harden emerged to a big ovation. He shot three, joked with his coaches and teammates, oblivious to his expectations ahead. Of course, Sixers coach Doc Rivers has built winners with Hall of Famers and all stars on his roster and understands the need to shut out the frenzy that followed Harden's debut. Doc said, I do the same job. I do the same work. It's just more. It's just that more people notice. I think when you get a guy like James and Joel together with what we have, with all our other guys, our guys sense it too. Not the hoopla. Not the hoopla, though, is, is that they have a real shot. You don't get many of these. The losers are 16 and 9, 13 and 15. And the Knicks, who led at halftime and kept the lead early in the third. Of course, Embiid hit twice hit threes that brought the Sixers within one. Then Philly got it going. Max scored 11 points in the quarter. And the Sixers outscored the Knicks 38 to 19 to finally grab the lead for good. Embiid, Maxi, and even Joyce Niang each hit two threes in the quarter. Of course, little thing. Of course, New York is 9-20 against opponents over 500. Kentucky coach John Calipari reunited for a brief chat with his former player Julius Randle. Bears scored 30. Of course, Tom Thibodeau after the game. I just want I just want us to lock into improvement. Come in every day. Put in everything you have into it. That's where our focus has to lie right now. Yeah, right. We have to get over the hump. And close the games out. That's our challenge. Keep growing. Keep getting better. Learn from mistakes. It's hard to hit three, four, two three-pointers. Ben Simmons, the all-star, he was traded, traded for Brooklyn for me, Brooklyn for me five total in his four-year Sixers career. And of course. Yesterday, the 76ers celebrated the 60th anniversary of Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. Again, on March 2nd, 1962, at the Hershey Sports Arena, Chamberlain shot 36 of 63 from the floor and in an unwilt-like 38 of 32 from the free throw line. He had played all 48 minutes to the Philadelphia Warriors, 169-147 win over the Knicks. Members of Chamberlain's family helped ring the post-game bell. And, and from booze to booze. Of course, Stateside Vodka, a Philly-based vodka company, has offered $25 gift cards as part of a training for old Ben Simmons jerseys. The company said Wednesday it received 352 jerseys that were donated to shelters in Brooklyn. And that, my friends, tells you exactly how the Knicks are embarrassed or an embarrassment right now. I just, I just wish...
It's just horrible. Tell you one thing. But hey, we're still in March. The season's almost over. And if you're playing for a lottery, you need to play for the lottery. You can you know, probably get a get decent pick. If you suck, you are heading to the lottery. If you try to play for the playoffs, try to get one more spot in that playing game. You have to you have to play as harder than harder than you are than harder than you were against Philly. You can't you have to close it out. But they cannot do it if Tom Thibodeau is the coach. This guy is Mike Keenan incarnate. I knew he tried his best. He did a good job last year. He couldn't. He's gone back to a second year with like a second year in Minnesota all over again. What a total joke. I can't even laugh at this team. I can't even I can't even support this team after this. I mean, I can't even stomach this talk about him in a positive light after what happened last night. And we'll be right back. I know your shirts are bland, your hats are bland, your businesses are, businesses are bland, bland, so why not give it a facelift with L.I. Tops? L.I. Tops is, the, is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom vats, and of course, putting up, putting up vinyl banners for you and all your stuff for, for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Tots is home to some of the with some of the best guys in the business to work to get this get make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give them a chance to out. L I Chops. If it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's L I T O P E Ops. Welcome back to Home Tour Sports. Now that we talked about the other tenant inside Madison Square Garden, we go to the hockey tenant of Madison Square Garden. New York, the New York Rangers are doing quite good. Good. I'm surprised. As an Islander fan, I hate the team, but respect them. Because what point? Because you know my teacher, my element, my former elementary school teacher is a diehard Rangers fan, so there's some respect for him a bit. But when you put the when you put the island when you put the Rangers on the back of the wall, they're not going to they're not going to they're going to respond real hard. And that came at the expense. And the Blues learned the hard way. Five three. New York and for the Rangers and of course Associated Press return reports after giving up three quick goals late in the second period to fall behind the Rangers kept their composure they bounced back in the third and avoided their longest streak of the season of course Chris Kreider scored a tie-breaking power play goal in the third goal in the third goal third and the Rangers rallied to beat the St. Louis Blues five to three on Wednesday night to snap uh, two games again. Quite a set of the comeback, being able to dig in and doing whatever it takes to win hockey games, being able to find our game, being able to forget about a bad shift or a bad period, not let it stack, not let the frustration overcome us, starting to work hard, work for each other, communicate. Those are the important things, things that we can build on. Of course, it's surprising. Artemi Panarin had a goal and two assists. Alex, Alexis Lafreniere, Ryan Strom, and Patrick Nemeth also scored for the Rangers to improve to 5-1-1 one, one in their last seven at home. Adam Fox had three assists, and Igor Shesterkin finished with 28 saves. I mean, Gerard Gallant, did, is, I mean, giving this guy a coach of the year for making this Rangers team play hard. He said in the press conference, in, the, in a post-game press conference, that we found a way. Igor was outstanding when he had to be. Totally agree. Totally in agreement there. New York has not lost three in a row in regulation all season. And the Rangers' longest stretch without a win 
was when they went 0-1-2 in early November. Benarin said to a translator after the game, Honestly, we don't think about the numbers. Two games, three games, every game we have to give 100%. When those statistics come out, you start losing 3-0 in a certain period of time. The team gets steeled to go out there and get those important two points that we need. Of course, the Blues, Ryan, Blues is Ryan O'Reilly and David Perron. David Perron each had a goal and assist. And Ivan Barbashev also scored for St. Louis, which all which had won four straight. Ville Husso stopped 24 shots in the Blues' first regulation loss in eight games. They were 6-1 and 1. 6-1 and 1. Of course, St. Louis had 23 shots, but but on Rangers. Craig Brube said after the game, that's a lot. We could do we could do a better job of getting pucks through. Maybe even shooting it a little bit more. I think we've overpassed at times. Nemeth back in the lineup after missing three games for the birth of his son. Tied it 3-0 with his first goal of the season at 7 minutes, 27 seconds. Left of the third when his shot deflected off Barbashev's skate on the right side. And in when Husso was down on the ice out of position. Quieter put the Rangers back ahead with 8 minutes, 20 seconds remaining when he tipped Fox's shot past Husso for the 35th goal of the season. It was his NHL leading 18th on the power play, the most by Rangers player since Jaromir Jagr had a franchise record 24 in, 22, in the 2005-2006 season, which happened to be the post-lockout season. Of course, Panarin added an empty netter with a minute and 52 left for his 15th of the season. Trailing 1-0 after one period, the Blues nearly tied it a minute into the second when Brandon Saad's shot squirted through Shesterkin's legs, but Mika Sabinajad stopped the puck before it crossed the goal line to keep St. Louis off the board. Stroh made it 2-0 as he got a pass from Panarin on the doorstep and put it in between Husso's right pad and a goal post with three minutes and 24 remaining for his 12th. The Blues then scored three times on three consecutive shots at a two, four, two minutes, 14 seconds span to take the lead. O'Reilly got it started at just 54 seconds after Strom's goal, Strom's goal as he converted a pass off a pass from Saad on a, on a rush for his 12th. Barbashev tied it when he beat Shesterkin from the left circle over the goalie's left shoulder for, for his 17th with a minute and 23 left in a, remaining in the period. Perron put St. Louis ahead with 16 seconds left as he scored from the right circle over Shesterkin's right shoulder for his 12th. For Galat, after the game, said to give up three goals like that was pretty discouraging. One of Rangers outshot the Blues in a first period that saw both teams endure long stretches without a shot on goal. Lafreniere got the Rangers on the scoreboard at 8 minutes and 55 seconds as he got a rebound off Fox's shot from the point in front. Spun around and put it past Husso on the left side. It was Lafreniere's 13th, topping his total from his rookie season last season. Galat, after Kreider said after the game, he said he's really focused on the little things. He cares about improving his game and improving, growing as a player. He's getting to the net a lot. He's scoring some pretty goals getting around the crease. So it's easy to forget how young he is. I always see some familiar faces. Well, there are some familiar faces that made their appearance today. That's night with Pavel Buchnevich faced the Rangers for the first time since he was traded to the St. Louis in the offseason. Buchnevich had 79 goals and 116 assists in 301 games over five seasons in New York. Of course, the Rangers honored the left wing with a brief video tribute during a salvage of play in the second first period. He raised his arm in acknowledgement and received mild applause from Rangers fans. At least, at least that, that's a little bit respectful. Numbers don't lie. The Rangers improved to 21, 3 and 2 when scoring first, and 4, 12, and 1 when tra trailing after two periods. They have 18 comeback wins, tied with St. Louis for most of the NHL. St. Louis fell to 23-22, 3-2, when leading up to 40 minutes. Leading after 40 minutes. A little number, here's a little numbers. Here's some numbers for you. Ryan Reeves, the hitman, the New York Rangers' hitman, made his mark five hits, two penalty minutes, and a minus two rating. Wednesday night's game over the Blues. This guy added that's hit raises his hit total 
the 201. This is from Rotowire. Reeves had provided plenty of veteran leadership and physicality for the Rangers this season, but he was a net negative on this one. Perhaps myth that St. Louis got away with a couple of uncalled hits from behind earlier. Reeves knocked down Ivan Ivan Barbashev away from the puck in the second period, leading to an interference penalty. The Rangers scaled it off, but Reeves found himself on, a, on the ice for a pair of goals against Slater in the middle frame. On the bright side, the 35-year-old winger became the second player to cross the 200-hit threshold this season, joining Ranger Florida's Rutko Gudis. That tells you there. And also Jacob True, Jacob Truba. Oh, this guy's got a fight. Dished out, had an assist, and put up a fight. He was, some, he was a goal short of the old-fashioned, well, Gordy Howe hat trick. Of course, so Truba dished out an assist and had a fighting measure, measure because he corra- corralled a feeble clearing at, uh, along the boards and moved the puck to Artemi Panarin, who fought, fed Ryan Stone for the Rangers' second goal. The assist. Not the season worth seven worth seven game point drop for for the defenseman. In the third period, Truba delivered a clean fourth goal hit on Jordan Kiro, leading to a challenge from Kiro's linemate Braden Shed, who was lucky to avoid an instigator penalty for initiating the fight. That tells you something. That really, really tells you something. Also there, also on there, Ryan Lindgren. Sacrifices his body before in that sacrifices his body in the wind. Four game eye, four block shots. Lingrid offers grit and physicality to complement Adam Fox's skill and smarts on the Rangers top pairing. And both players demonstrated those respective attributes in this one as Fox dished out three assists while Lindgren made an impact in the defensive zone. His fourth block cobbled Lindgren in front of the Rangers net, prompting goalie. Igor Shesturkin to come out of his cage and start pushing the defenseman towards the bench. Lindgren looked to be a lot of pain after the pain after the play, but there's no but there's been no indication that his ability for Friday's game against New Jersey is in doubt. That's one thing coming out of that. Coming out of that. So all, another another notice now, and another note note as this. Greg McKeg. I, uh, it rhymes. Greg McKay. He had one shot, minus one rating, over 13 minutes and 53 minutes of ice time in that game as well. McKay skated the second highest time on ice total of the season, taking on a larger role after Kevin Rooney exited due to an upper body injury. Rooney has been subsequently, 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 Deemed weak, been deemed weak, weak. So McKay could see, continue to see a modest bump in use in the use in usage in the coming games. This 29-year-old forward just had uh, just four points in 34 games, but Coach Jarek Jarek Lott values McKay on the penalty kill. That's a good stat. That's a good stat as well. Barkley, good row. I mean, that the Rangers' newest signing misfires at the yawning cage. Three shots, minus two inning in Wednesday's win. Of course, Goodrow had a chance to score his 12th goal as a Ranger into an empty net from just outside the St. Louis blue line, but his shot attempt went wide. The versatile forward moves up to the, from the bottom six to a more prominent role whenever the Rangers are protecting a late lead. But Goodrow isn't a reliable source of offense. His last multi-point goal point game came January 3rd. That's like two months. And we'll see. And we'll see. Pl- and we'll see plenty of stories going on and on about this major team. But for now, this is hard. This is amazing. Third in the third in the Metropolitan, they can get a spot. They can get a spot in the playoffs. I mean, let's face it. The Blue Shirts are playing like playing hard, and they are. And they are playing hard. That tells you. That tells you there. I mean, if you look at the NHL standings as of right now, over the East, there's th- there are three, there are three, there are three teams look in the top three teams in Atlantic are the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning, the Carolina Panthers are are are, are next, 
and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Meanwhile, for meanwhile, Matt, the Hurricanes are number one, Penguins are number two, and the Rangers are number three. Playoff, this is Gerard Gallant's best. This could be Gerard Gallant's best season. Even with a range to put this Rangers team in better position to succeed. That's one good thing. The Bruins, Bruins and Cats have wild card spots, and my beloved Islanders are just, it's just, oh, well, you can say it. Let me say it for the record, folks. As an Islander fan, out of the last wild card spot, the New York Islanders are officially 17 points out of first, out of the last out of the last wild card spot, they gotta keep. They gotta keep. They gotta wake the bell up and get the job done. Meanwhile, across, meanwhile, we go to the west, where the Avalanche are the best team in ho- are the best team in hockey right now. They're leading. They're leading the West right now, and the Central Division with a better, better record. The Blues and the Wild lost for the playoffs. The Flames, Kings, the Golden Knights, they're lost for the playoffs. The Watt, the Predators and Stars, they're locked there. The Oilers are tied. The Oilers are tied probably. They probably need a couple wins to get the acts together. The Ducks, forget about it. The Canucks. Someone to get Bruce Budo a hamburger. Jets, Sharks, Blackhawks, Cracking Coyotes, they're not gonna make it. They're not gonna make it. They can be eliminated by the end of the year. They can be eliminated somewhere along the line, and that's it. And that's what hockey's about. You got this right. Uh, the Rangers team sucked last season, but still managed to be good. They're not playing for the lottery; they're playing for the now. And we're gonna be back to wrap this show up in a matter of minutes. But right now, we got a, a little promo for you right here on Home Turf Sports. So don't go, so stay right where you are. Miss the segment? Don't worry, Home Tour Sports got you covered. Don't, don't forget to check us out on Anchor immediately after the Species episodes end. And the new, new episodes air every day at 2 on Species, as well as launching on a, and as well later on today on Anchor and where, or and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, folks, to wrap up the show, we got two New York teams playing tonight. The Isles are, Isles are home to, to host the Vancouver Canucks. The Nets are in, Brook, are host, are in Brooklyn to host the Miami Heat. Both are, both, both are good games in particular. Both games, both games will be, should be very exciting. Down the wire, if you're putting on money, if you're putting money on someone, someone, I don't know. I don't know if you're putting money on the island. You can put money on the Islanders. You can put money on the Nets. But all in all, it's hard. It's hard not to root. It's hard not to understand. It's not hard not to root for said team. Root for those teams. Meanwhile, we are in. We are in. Uh, you guessed it. I guess you guess Aaron, you guessed it. The NFL combine is around. Um, teams are teams are looking to make some move, make some moves. And that tell, and I guess that tells you right there. All that there's a lot, there's a lot of good stories coming out of the out of the combine. But there's gonna be plenty of mock drafts, and of course there's plenty of mock drafts. But if I see a, if I see the Giants pick up Devin, the Giants could get Devin Lloyd seventh, and Evan Neal fifth. This is from Ryan Wilson's uh, mock draft on CBS Sports. Other draft, other dra- other mock drafts. I mean Charles Cross, Kayvon Thibodeau, Kayvon Thibodeau. If we get him fifth, um, Kayvon Thibodeau. That's pretty good. That's pretty. That's pretty damn decent. That's pretty good. Another one. I mean, the Giants get Akeem Ekwanu, um, George's George Karlaftis. That's a good. That's good. 
And of course, we get Charles, and we get Kyle, or we get Quartz and Kyle Hamilton. Secondary is fine. We just need edge rushers. We just need we just need pass rush and offensive line help. That should be the main focus for the Giants. Jets probably get Kayvon Thibodeau on Thibodeau with the in the fourth with their fourth. They also get Derek, they try to get Derek Stingley. On, I mean that's a good that, those are good names. I mean also, also for the Jets if another one if Evan Evan what if Evan Neal goes to Allah goes to the Jets. That would be surprising. That would be pretty much surprising. I will say, and then there, and then there's, if they get Kayvon Thibodeau, you're going to go to the Jets. Ahmad Gardner going to, going to the Jets. I mean, can you imagine that? Or how about this? I can't make one move. We'll go to the, we'll probably go to Gang Green and Derek Singley will be at another pick. But that's something to look forward to. If you are a Jets fan, there's plenty. Uh, I mean, if I look at the, I look every time I look at the dra- mock drafts, specifically on CBS Sports. I mean, there's plenty of good ones. Like you know, um, the Falcons are trying to get, looking to get Malik. Probably looking at drafting if they get Malik Malik Willis in the draft in the draft. Pretty much it That's pretty much upside. But if I'm here, if I'm here, the Giants need O line protection. Um, I'm going to cover that tomorrow. I'm going to cover some of the mock drafts tomorrow. But in the meantime, thanks for listening to Home Turf Sports. Glad you enjoyed. I'm glad you enjoyed. Glad you enjoyed the show. We'll be back tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern on. Anchor and wherever you get your podcast. For now, this is Matthew Holly saying so long. Until next time.